Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. This week, we're celebrating Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. To celebrate, we have a special topic and a special guest on the podcast. Heather Black is here. Heather is the CEO of Super Mums. Heather and I discuss her career journey, and she shares her experience helping moms relaunch their career after kids and how you can have more flexibility and a great income. Let's dive in. Okay, we have a guest on the podcast today. Heather Black is here. She is a mom of two little girls, lives by the sea in East Sussex while working remotely. In 2010, she became an accidental Salesforce admin for her nonprofit, and she loved it so much, she decided to upskill as a Salesforce consultant in 2012, helping other nonprofits to implement a CRM. She realized her career path could work for other mothers, so she launched Supermums in 2016 to bring more women into the sector. As a consultant, she has overseen over 700 Salesforce projects and now enjoys upskilling talent in Salesforce consultancy and coaching skills. Welcome, Heather. It's so great to have you. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be here too. Well, where I wanted to start with you today is a bit about your career journey. What were you doing before you decided to go forward and do all the Salesforce stuff? So my background was coaching, career coaching and business coaching, so helping young professionals get into job opportunities and start businesses. And that was a nonprofit I was running at the time. I had never used a CRM before, and I'm probably going to enter into this story. People going, what's Salesforce and what's CRM? And that's what I was like, right? I was like, I don't know what this is. It's a tool. But as I started an organization where we were collecting customer information, I was like, well, where do we save all this customer information and share it as a team? You know, if we're calling people or talking to people, where do we save it? And so I quickly came to this realization of what a CRM was, which was a client relationship management system in that we would put customers information in there. We would put their contact information. We'd write notes of phone calls. We'd say what services like coaching services we've delivered to them. And as my organization scaled, we attracted a lot of funding initially, and I was able to scale the organization from 100K to 1.3 million in a year. And we went from four staff to 40 staff in a year. So it's quite massive transformation. But partly that was down to having a CRM system that allowed us to collect all this customer information and understand what we were doing with these young people and the outcomes that we're having. So how many young people have we got into jobs? How many started a business? That allowed us to then get extra funding. So actually having a CRM in place transformed my organization we went from a small organization to you know what felt big it's not as big as like thousand employees but it gave me that infrastructure as a company to really accelerate what we were doing and to be able to record everything be compliant make sure our data was secure but also as I say track our outcomes with the young people we were working with so that's why I started falling in love with Salesforce and Salesforce is the number one CRM platform in the world. It's given free to nonprofits, which is why it ended up on my doorstep. And I was like, what's this tool? You know, how do I Mm -hmm. start working with it? 
And I took some training courses whilst I was using the system and I actually customized the system myself. When I say customize, like I added custom fields in there of information I wanted to collect and I worked out how to set up reports and dashboards so I could see the outcome data that we were delivering. And so I became what we call an accidental admin. And that means that I can build a Salesforce system to manage data and to Mm -hmm. say understand the performance of my organization. And the organisation was doing really well, but there was some fundamental changes in the UK in funding because we were government funded in that we would apply for funding and get given that to deliver the support for free. And it was around 2010 that that funding, the the government changed in the UK and the funding streams changed. And actually, we're in a very tricky spot where the funding we would normally access was no longer really available. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to pivot for a couple of years because I was thinking, what am I going to do? I don't really want to lose the business. But at the same time, I was also getting married and also planning to have like our first child. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, what am I going to do? So this was quite a lot of stress because I was struggling to know where to pivot, you know, whether I could keep the business going. And so that then lent me to go, what else can I do? And I had never worked really with Salesforce before. I didn't really know what the job opportunities were, but I knew that I'd enjoyed sort of using the system and customizing it to meet our needs. And so I spoke to some individuals who work in Salesforce. I went on to say I'd been on these training courses already, but I started to understand what the different job opportunities are. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. And I started to realize what transferable skills were that you could do. And so it was really that light bulb moment of talking to people that understand those different job roles and know what they're talking about that pivoted for me. I was like, okay, actually, a Salesforce career could be the way that I need to go. So now with Supermums, we do that for other women. You know, we have free career consultation sessions where people can talk to our team and they can talk through their transferable skills and experience. And we can create that light bulb moment for them to go, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, now I get it. Actually, I could do that too. So that's how I came to Pivot was doing that research, talking to people and realizing that it was a career choice for me. You got married and had kids. And we're probably looking for something a bit different than you were in your last role. Can you talk a bit about what those changes look like for you? Yeah, so I wanted ultimately something that was going to pay me well. And I actually Mm -hmm. started getting paid more than I had been in my previous job. So I was working three days a week and earning 60K sterling, which would equate to a similar role in the US of being about $120,000. So it was really something that could give me the same pay, working less hours. It could allow me to work virtually. That was the other thing. So I was making the decision to take this as a full-time career. I actually, we went traveling as a pre-honeymoon. So we went traveling for four months. And I was like, right, I'm going to see if I can do this job working whilst traveling. So every evening, I'd well, not every evening, but, you know, quite a few evenings I'd be working. And I was able to generate two and a half K a month working remotely, doing Salesforce work. And that made me think, actually, you can do this work remotely because it's a cloud based software. It's all in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the job roles you can do working virtually. Like, don't get me wrong. It's nice to be in a room with people. And there certainly are hybrid roles available you can get together as a team or a client. But certainly since the pandemic, a lot of it's gone even more virtual than it's ever been before. So 
I wanted a good salary. I wanted a salary where I could progress. I wanted virtual work opportunities. And I wanted something that was exciting. I could learn something new. And what I really love about Salesforce is that you learn so much about how businesses run and you get to fix problems for them. So you solve those problems. You make everybody happier. Like it's a really rewarding job because you make people happier, you make businesses more efficient, you make teams work more efficiently, and they perform better off the back of that. So it's right. a very rewarding job where you can go in and almost be like the management consultant, if you like, where you can fix things and improve things. What advice would you give other moms that are listening to this call who want to start to look at relaunching their career after kids and maybe finding something that will work better for them and their new lifestyle as a mom. Don't be scared to investigate your options. Typically, I think people think I'm going to have to do something low paid. It's got to be easy. I'm not going to get something well paid that's virtual. And what I want to do with Super Mums is just educate people about the career opportunities. So hence Mm -hmm. going on podcasts like this to say, guys, you know, there's a range of different job roles here which are open to you, just see if actually one of them lights you up. So I think it's very much about investing some time doing the research. We, for example, offer like a five-day challenge where you can go through the content and really understand, you know, what the career opportunity is and can offer somebody. You can book in a free career consultation. So do your due diligence and do your homework. And obviously Salesforce career is one opportunity, but there are other ones out there. And I think... Mm -hmm. A lot of people come to Supermums through word of mouth. So it is speaking to family members, friends, sisters, brothers, etc., that can perhaps shed some light on what their career is and what they do. And quite often you might not have those conversations at the weekend because people aren't at work. But just start asking around, find out what those different job roles are, whether it offers them the flexibility and pay. And certainly, you know, do come and talk to us about Salesforce Career if it's something that you think, well, just explore it because you never know. People don't often know what the different job roles are until you start exploring it. Yeah, that's a good first step for sure. How does one leverage their current skill sets to kind of shift into something new? Have you seen good results with people that maybe were doing something different before and now, you know, doing this kind of work? Mm, Interesting question. So actually, I've just launched today a quiz where you can align your parenting skills to a Salesforce career. And I have to say that any parenting skill or trait could be aligned to a Salesforce role, interesting enough. So I super think there is a role for you out there and that you could do something. But if we were thinking about work skills, there's team facilitation, sort of team management skills mm-hmm. can be useful if you want to go into a project manager role. So if you like coordinating stakeholders, managing, planning things, coordinating things, having an action plan, you could be a great project manager. If you are looking at a business analyst role, you're a great talker. You love listening to people. You love talking to people. You like understanding what's going on for them you like solving problems you might not be getting your hands dirty building any systems with a BA is a business analyst you're kind of just gathering requirements and so if you just say really love talking listening understanding and proposing solutions a business analyst role might suit you you've then got a Salesforce admin role and the Salesforce admin role is somebody who builds the system, as I mentioned before, as an accidental admin. 
So if you love fixing things, you love learning new technology, you love getting hands dirty and building systems, then that might be a great role for you. I also liken it to the parenting traits of tidying because it's about keeping a system tidy, Mm. keeping all the data, training and users. So you're kind of like that very nurturing motherly role. You like to keep everything tidy and everybody knows what they're doing. So that's the Salesforce admin role. And then you've got like an account exec or customer success manager. So if you're the influencer, negotiator, you're a little bit competitive, you might be better in a sales role Mm -hmm. and sort of encouraging, shining a light on what technology can do, helping solve people's problems with that. But then you hand over to a team to actually implement the system for them. So there's six different job roles that you could initially start off in. Each of them actually aligns with different parenting traits and different sort of business backgrounds, really. You know, you've got those that like talking, those that like managing people, those that like building things and just getting their hands dirty, those that like selling. You've got sort of different skill sets that you can bring to the table. So we've had mums who've been out of work 16 years in some cases, who've been able to transfer their skills as a stay-at-home mum into job opportunities. So we very much at Supermums encourage you to think about how you can sell not only your previous work experience, but also your parenting skills. How long does it take somebody to get trained in a specific area? Say, I was like, hey, I think I would be well suited for this particular role based on what I like to do and my prior experience. How does one kind of go through that process to get trained up? I've been helping people sort of relaunch their careers and get into jobs for quite a long time now. Going back, I don't know, sort of 43, it's 20 odd years. Scary to think about it like that. But I set up Supermums with the core components. So whether you retrain with us or whether you retrain, you know, relaunch your career in another industry, there's certain elements that I think that you need to have to really make that journey successful for you and to give you the confidence. So one ultimately is the technical training in whatever profession you're going to do so mm-hmm. with supermums we skill you up in salesforce administration and those technical skills so you understand what the product is and what it can do and then layering on top of that we give a one-to-one mentor each week and that one-to-one mentor meets with you hourly for every week oversees what you've done technically helps you if you haven't quite understood it checking you've done it properly And then they tick off like a homework record. And what that does is create that accountability for you, but also that support. So you know that you've understood what you're learning and you've got help if you haven't. So having a mentor who understands what you're learning is really, really important and can hold your hand along the way because as I say, they can act as a reference when you're going for a job. On top of that, you've then got career coaching. And career coaching is really about overcoming that imposter syndrome, building your confidence up, helping you think about the skills and the values and the attributes that you have so you can sell yourself effectively at interview because ultimately you have to go win that job and there's other people competing for it. So you need to know how to sell yourself well. And so we also provide career coaching, one-to-one career coaching at Supermums. And again, I'd really encourage anybody who's going to relaunch to get that career coaching part. The other kind of key component is having a peer cohort. So at Supermums, we bring everybody in as intakes. We've got a group of people who are all going through the same journey, all very aligned. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all parents kind of relaunching predominantly and they support each other. So if you can connect with other people like you at a similar journey, it can make it 
a really rewarding experience rather than being a scary experience because you're kind of all huddling together and doing right. it yourself. Being part of a bigger community is also important. So we like to bring together our supermums at big industry events. And so you don't feel like you're going by yourself. I love that how you brought it all together because it's all so important. And I think as you talked about the career coaching part, you know, getting past any kind of imposter syndrome or helping with your confidence a bit, because that is part of it when you're trying something new, you've never done it before. So you're worried a bit about how's it going to go? Am I going to get all this training and then come out of the other side of it and not have any work? And that's a real fear. And so I guess my question, yeah, how do you guys handle that with people that come in? Yeah, really good question. So we provide work experience on our course, which I think is the biggest blockage is to get that first work experience on your CV. So we provide it as part and parcel of the course. So if you haven't got it as part of a course, then it's going out and trying to secure that work experience yourself, which, you know, I think the best way of doing that is doing personalised dms on linkedin you know and trying to get that opening which can be difficult but you have to persevere because you need to get it even asking if you can shadow to start with rather mm-hmm. than perhaps get hands dirty so you build a relationship with somebody shadowing can be equally a great learning experience so you want to get that first work experience working alongside somebody who is experienced so they can feedback to you on what you're doing well or what you know to give you a pat on the back if you've done it brilliantly because If you're doing work experience by yourself with nobody overseeing your work, you really have no idea whether you've done it right or wrong. (laughs) So that's a little bit of a worry. So once you've got your certification for the technical course, you've done your first work experience, ideally, that's when you're kind of putting together your CV, you're updating your LinkedIn resume, and then you can start applying for job opportunities. So we also tell you this is how to stand out in the crowd. A range of techniques. One is you go to recruitment, you go to and customers directly you do your social media presence and people come to you we have our recruitment team that will present you for jobs that we've got in the mix at supermums as well so it's really having all your areas covered the salesforce role is it a freelance type of thing that you're trying to get a job for or is it that there are positions within companies that you're trying to get or is it both oh, it could be both actually so In terms of the types of jobs in the Salesforce ecosystem, you have, if we talk about Salesforce as a CRM solution, you have consultancies that implement Salesforce and will go in, set it up for a company and then leave the company to manage it. So that suits people who love diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to work with a customer for maybe anything from three months to a year And then they've done that job and then they walk out and then they go to another company. So you're kind of just implementing the system. But then also what you have is where they've implemented the system, you then have a Salesforce support team. So you can work at an end customer. And that really suits the opposite kind of personality. People like that that stability, that they want Mm -hmm. to know the system really well. They want to know all the users. They want to support them all. And they're happy to stay in one place and really just kind of get to grips with one system. So Salesforce jobs can happen in different types of companies, but then they can be permanent roles or they could be contract roles as well. As a contractor, you can earn a lot more, but then there's also the risk that it's not a full-time role. So you might have some downtime between positions, but you can earn very well as a contractor. And it also gives you that flexibility to maybe take a contract up until the summer and then you want to take a break off and then you want to start again. So quite a few 
of our relaunchers have gone into contract roles, then have gone into perm roles, or say contractors, you know, it's really flexible. Thank you for that answer. I think we're going to actually start to wrap up the interview a bit here. Do you have any uh, final words or encouragement for our listeners if they're thinking about, you know, exploring the idea of doing something a bit different with their career to help align their career more with the lifestyle they'd like to have? I think I'd just leave everybody with the idea of just explore the opportunities that are out there. You know, talk to us at Supermums, find out more about that, as well as talk to your friends and colleagues about other opportunities too. And just do the due diligence. Never believe that there isn't a possibility for you. You're not committing to anything by just exploring and doing a little bit of research. But if you do want to earn well and have your own pocket money and you want to live a flexible life and you want to have a career opportunity where you can learn and feel like you're being fulfilled in that as well, then definitely do check it out. Thank you so much for that. If our listeners are interested in connecting with you, learning more about Supermums, where can they find you? Absolutely. So you can go to our website at supermums.org and that is Supermums with a M-U-M-S. We started in the UK, but we do have a USA team and a USA training arm as well. So we didn't convert it to moms, (laughs) but you can check us out at supermums.org. Thank you so much, Heather. This has been really great. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye.